بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد ما brothers and sisters today we talk about another great sahabi of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم Abdullah bin Khudafah al-Sahmi رضي الله عنه who had the unique distinction of meeting two of the greatest um, rulers of the time uh, one was Khusrau Parvez who was the king of Persia and uh, the second one was the Byzantine ruler uh, Heraclius and uh, it's obviously not usual for anyone to meet two uh, of the rulers of the two greatest powers of the time which was uh, Byzantine Rome and, uh, and Persia uh, the story uh, begins where Rasulullah sent six messengers carrying the message of Islam to different rulers. He sent them to Persia, to Rome, to Egypt, to the Mukokis of Egypt, to the Patriarch of Egypt, and uh, to some of the Arab rulers. So, six of them, and um, inviting them to Islam. Now, Rasulullah considered this to be a very important initiative and uh, these messengers were going to distant lands with whom there was no agreement, no treaty. They did not know the languages of these lands or anything about the ways or the or the or the you know the, the, the mood or disposition of their rulers and they had to invite those rulers to give up their religion and forsake their uh, power and glory and enter the religion of a people who were who they considered to be beneath their dignity even to rule um, and to become subject to uh, Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So obviously this was a mission which was uh, very hazardous and uh, something which uh, could easily result in the death of the messenger. Now, Rasulullah called the Sahaba and he addressed them. He, like he always used to do, he started by glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and thanking him, and then he recited the Shahada. And he, then he said, I want to send some of you to the rulers of foreign lands, but don't argue with me, don't dispute with me, as the Bani Israel disputed with uh, Isa alayhi salam. So the Sahaba said, Ya Rasulullah, please, uh, we will do whatever you want us to do. Send us wherever you live, wherever you desire. So Rasulullah sent six of his Sahaba to uh, take these letters to these rulers. One of them was Abdullah bin Hudafa, who was chosen to take the letter of Rasulullah to Khusrau Parvez, who was the Persian king. Now, Abdullah got his camel ready and he bade farewell to his wife and son and he set out alone. Now, Ajib, the kind of people this must have been. Today, we uh, we want to go camping and we uh, go and stay in a hotel and we call it camping. Yeah? It's this softness, uh, this was Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab used to warn against this. He used to say, walk barefoot. Uh, don't use a stirrup to mount a horse. He used to say, vault onto the horse. And uh, toughen your body. Yeah? 
but today i think uh, we have gone the other end really if you think about this you know people are we have young men who are afraid of bugs i mean subhanallah if you are afraid of a bug what hope can there be in your changing anything in life anyway let me uh, get back to the story here so abdullah radhiallahu he went out from and then i suggested you know sit to the map and look at this he is from going from madina uh, all the way to to persia um and he would have traveled over lands which uh, forests and, and deserts and mountains and valleys and all that and then eventually he came into the uh the land of persia he came to the palace of khosrow and he asked permission to meet the meet the and he said you know he, he told the guards that he has a letter from muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam so khosrow parvez called him in his uh, audience chamber and he uh, had his courtiers around with him and so on and uh, abdullah bin mudaffar radhiyallahu saw them saw the the wealth and the power of the persian empire and these were the sasani uh, empire the first persian empire uh, of the 7th century so he saw the he saw the the glory and the the pomp and the splendor of the persian king now abdullah bin hudafar radhiyallahu had come from the desert so he was dressed in his usual you know clothes um but with the honor of islam with the confidence of islam in his heart he was not overawed by the pomp and splendor of the persian court um as soon as khosrow saw him coming approaching he signaled to one of his men to take the letter from his hand but abdullah bin hudafa said no i will not give it the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam commanded me to hand over this letter to you directly and i will not go against a command of the messenger of allah so khutra said okay let him come to me and abdullah bin hudafar radhiyallahu went forward and handed the letter to khusra now khusra then called an arab clerk who was originally from hira and ordered him to open the letter and read the text when he was reading the text he began bismillahir rahmanir rahim in the name of allah the beneficent merciful min muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam rasulullah ila khusraw malikul faris assalamu ala man ittaba'il huda Uh, he said in the name of allah the beneficent and merciful from muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam the messenger of allah to khusrow the the ruler of persia uh, peace be on whoever follows guidance now khusrow the moment he heard this he completely his uh, he burst with anger he completely lost it he face became red he was literally uh you know he was insane with anger because the letter was he 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 snatched the letter from the the clerk's hand and he tore it to pieces without even reading and knowing what it was and he said how dare he write to me like this and he is my slave now billah and he was angry that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam had not 
addressed him in the usual uh, flowery and obsequious style that uh, emperors and kings are used to but he addressed him like a like you know an ordinary human being and uh, so khusro tore the letter up and he uh, ordered abdullah bin hudafa to be uh, expelled from his from his court so abdullah radiyallahu was taken away and he didn't know what would happen to him would he be killed or set free or what but as they as they came out he didn't he decided not to wait to find out he simply said i don't care what happens to me after the letter of rasulullah sallallahu has been so badly treated and he managed to get his camel and he left now when khusro's anger subsided he commanded that abdullah should be brought to him but abdullah radiyallahu was nowhere to be found they searched for him all over the all over the place all the way to the boundaries of persian empire but they could they did they didn't find him now abdullah radiyallahu got back to madina and told rasulullah sallallahu how khusro had uh, torn his letter to pieces and rasulullah sallallahu said may allah tear up his kingdom in the same way may allah tear up his kingdom in the same way meanwhile khusro wrote to the king of yemen badhan who was uh, a tributary state to the persian uh, empire and he ordered badhan to send uh, to arrest muhammad sallallahu and bring him to khusro now see the arrogance of the kings badhan just sent two guards he sent two soldiers um and uh, they came, they went so these were the two you know two big big strong men but they were just two two people two soldiers so they came with uh, this instruction of uh, badhan to arrest rasulullah sallallahu um and the letter said that um muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam should be told to come immediately with them otherwise khusro would send an army to bring him so they went they, these people came they went to taif and they met some quraish leaders and they asked about muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and uh, they said to him yes he is in yathrib and uh, those quraish were very happy they went to makka and they you know they they mentioned this good news to everyone saying that khusro is out to get muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam so our problem will be solved the these two men went straight to madina they met rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and they handed the letter of badhan and they said to him the king of kings shahin shah khusro has written to our ruler badhan uh, to send his men to get you we have come to take you with us if you come willingly khusro has said that he will it will be good for you and he will he will not punish you but if you refuse then you will know the power of his punishment and he has the power to destroy you and your people so rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said to them go and rest now and come tomorrow so the next morning they came and they said to him are you prepared to meet khusro are you prepared to go with us to meet the king rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said you will not meet khusro after today because allah subhanahu wa taala killed him and his son sirwah has taken his place and this happened on such and such a night on such and such a month now the two men were completely dumbfounded and they said do you know what you are saying and shall we write about this to badhan rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said yes 
and say to him that my religion, my Allah has informed me about this, about what happened to the kingdom of Khosrow, and that if he, Badan, should become Muslim, I will appoint him the ruler over what he now controls. So the two men returned to Yemen and told Badan what happened. And Badan said, if Muhammad Sallallahu said what he said is true, then he's a prophet. And if he's not true, then we shall see what happens to him. And soon after that, he got a letter from Sirwa, uh, who said, I killed Khosrow because of his tyranny against our own people. And uh, he was killing the leaders and capturing their women and expro- uh, expropriating their wealth. And when my letter reaches you, take the allegiance of whoever is you with uh, on my behalf. So as soon as uh, Badhan read Sirwa's letter, he threw it away and he announced his entry into Islam. And the Persians who were with him in Yemen also became Muslim. Now, this is the beautiful story of uh, Abdullah bin Hudafa Inshallah, tomorrow we will talk about the second part of his story, which is his meeting with the Byzantine Empire, uh, Emperor uh, Heraclius. Uh, one thing in this story which I just mentioned to you, I must mention, and that is the when these people came to meet Badhan's uh, people, when they came to meet uh, uh, Rasulullah he saw their faces and these people had uh, their beards were shaved and and they had big moustaches. Now, Rasulullah disliked that, that appearance and he said to them, Who told you to make your faces like this? They said, Our Rabb, our Rabb, meaning their king. Then Rasulullah passed his blessed hand over his beautiful blessed face, over his, over his full beard. And he said, to the, he said to these people, He said, My Rabb likes this appearance which is his blessed face and his face was covered with a with this beautiful big beard which went down to the middle of his chest and his moustaches had been trimmed. So he said, my Rabb likes this appearance and then he said to the Sahaba, trim your moustaches and grow your beards. Trim your moustaches and grow your beards. He didn't say shave the moustache, he said trim the moustache and grow the beard. And therefore, I remind myself and you that to grow your beard and to trim your moustache is not only the sunnah of Rasulullah as in following what he did as in ittiba, but also it is part of the itaat of obedience to him because this was also his hukum, his, his, his order to the Muslims. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to live our lives in obedience to the orders of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as communicated to us by his messenger Muhammad sallallahu and in the tiba and in the loving uh, emulation of the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam wa sallallahu alayhi 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 wa sallam